It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, tasty Tuesday. How you feeling today, Casey? There's things going in your world. There were multiple points yesterday where I had to tell myself that it wasn't Tuesday, that it was only Monday. Mm-hmm. So today I feel like I'm moving into my second Tuesday in a way. <laughs> and it is still, in fact, the worst day of the week, although yeah, it is. it has a certain taste. I think it's going to be good. I think we're going to have a good Tuesday today. You know what I mean? What do you got planned? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to set us up for failure. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel it. I was at the Department of Homeland Security yesterday. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible Monday. Uh, it was actually, it was good because now I am a global entry man. And what does that mean? <laughs> that means whenever global we go. Global entry. Whenever we go on these sandals trips, that means I can skip the customs line on the way out. Oh, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but I also have TSA pre-check now. And you kind of feel like you're an elite when you have TSA pre-check, even though it's like. $80 for five years and yes. when everybody's special, nobody's special. I also ha- I also just got that recently and yeah. I, the thing is I don't really know how to use it. Like I don't know how to set it up on your plane tickets yeah. when you buy a ticket and so every plane ticket I've bought since I've got it, I forget and then I'm still in the lines. Gotta add it to your profile, girl. I don't know. Your known traveler number, get it in there so you can become one of us. <laughs> I'm new. I'm brand new. What am I going to say? Uh, so, yeah, I think I, I'm hopefully going to Australia at some point in late August. So that's oh, wow. what I'm very excited about. You've been about. talking about this for years. So yeah. this is huge that yeah. there's a date. We will see. In we two will see. months. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, but it's it's a, it's a definite possibility. We've got Kit Moore tickets today at 8 o'clock with the big three. I'm very excited uh, to play. And to give you the Kit Moore tickets, because everybody loves Kit Moore, right? Mm-hmm. And his arms. I'm going to take <laughs> off if you go to Australia. I can't get over that. You, How am I supposed to be here for like two weeks without you? Do you want to come with? Yes. Okay. We can broadcast live. You got to get your global entry, though. Easy. <laughs> I'll do it. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Miranda Lambert just dropped a new song with a very unexpected featured artist. She's shared her new single, Last Night, which features a guest appearance from Leon Bridges. It's called If You Were Mine. And Leon Bridges is like a huge name if you're familiar with the R&B or like modern soul genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we know country music just doesn't always like reach outside of the genre for things like features on songs. You know, like they, they pretty much all kind of stick together. Except in this new age where I think it's kind of getting trendy to do so and to genre bend a little bit like Morgan Wallen and all his collabs with Lil Durk from the hip hop side of things or even Chris Jansen and his new song with Slash. And there's got to be more that I'm just not thinking of. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot out there. Yeah. Let me know if you think of any of <laughs> <laughs> But uh, she just released the song last night with Leon Bridges. So I'll play a little bit for you because it sounds really good. Times, what I do if you 
They're both Texans, and Miranda said she specifically wrote this song for him, and had he just not wanted anything to do with it or didn't like the song, didn't feel interested in working with her, then she was just going to toss it in the trash. Like, that was her only hope. You know, it's funny that that song sounds a lot more country than a lot of stuff that's played. You're so original. <laughs> I'm serious. I've never heard that before. I'm serious. That that song with an R&B artist sounds more country than a lot of stuff that we played. Well, I think it's because the R&B has such, like, deep roots. in Like, the country and R&B essentially all come from the same southern place. And by place, I don't mean geographically. I mean, like... In the heart. In your soul. In the soul. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I thought that was really honest of her to say, like, I wrote this for one artist. And if he didn't want me to, if he didn't want it, then I was going to throw it away. Because a lot of times also what we'll see in the songwriting world is people who write the songs are just begging for anyone to cut it. Yeah. Any opportunity for it to go somewhere. So yeah. I love that Miranda's in a spot where she's like made it so much so that she can still be working on these like passion projects and say if it doesn't work out it's fine it's not about the money okay don't need it I thought of some okay Florida Georgia Line and Nelly yes Ludacris and Jason Aldean what, uh, what song is that Jennifer Nettles and Bon Jovi okay they did uh, I, I will say Jason Aldean and Ludacris I think they did a Crossroads episode yeah so it wasn't like yeah. on the song song but uh, Kid Rock and Sheryl Crow I mean that's uh that's one of them classics, you know, picture. They are both so, <laughs> it, it is kind of genre bending, but it's also like they're so, they have the same flavor in the sense that like they're kind of country, yeah, kind of rock. And I feel like you don't really know what station to put them on. Chris Stapleton, Justin Timberlake. Yes. For the Tennessee Whiskey performance. That's a good example. I'll take that. Kind of wish we just played that version. It was just so I'm good. Kinda, or um, their version of Justin's song. Gosh, what's it called? I don't know. Remy and Casey. I've fallen down a TikTok genre and I want to get out. I don't know how. 314-699-4766. What is something gross that you love? Because it seems that I have fallen down the pimple popping section of TikTok. The algorithm has sent me there. And I hate every second of it. You don't like it. I scroll so fast by those things so that they don't feed me more. But for whatever reason, it's in there. And then I had the thought last night. There are actually people. There are people in this world that like to watch that. It's yeah, satisfying. It's, a, it's like a huge thing. I get that it's a huge watch thing. watch it. But ew, why? Why? There, okay, there are clearly are two types of people in the world. The types that are like... <laughs> The thing that's like satisfying or the types that don't. But yeah, if I see one come up on my algorithm, I'll for sure sit there and watch it. Or better yet, I also kind of think of this as like it's something that everybody has on their body. So if if I had a friend or a close family member that was like, you know what? I got this thing on my back and I need you to pop it for me. I'd be like, yes. Oh my gosh. Ew. Let me get a paper towel. Let me get a Q-tip. It's like a... Um excretions at that, like someone's excretions. That's gross. Right. Ugh. Like somebody else's. Actually, they call it extractions, but yes. No, it's ex it's an excretion. But the professionals call it extraction. Well, if you're extracting the goop, fine. But it's still something your body is excreting. That's disgusting. Ugh. 
I can't believe it. Jessica says, I love pimple popping videos. Also ear earwax removal. Yeah, that's oddly, that's oddly a good one too. Or I have a few select family members who will go get like their ears cleaned out yeah. regularly. And their favorite thing to do is <laughs> they'll see me and they'll be like, look at this picture I took of everything they pulled out of my ears. And it's disgusting, but it's so interesting. <laughs> it's like rocks. How is it interesting? Because you're like, oh my gosh, that was inside your ear hole? <laughs> Where? Like every time the, the doctor goes in, you get a physical. They don't see that stuff in there? Or, okay, first off, I haven't gotten a physical since like pre-cheerleading season of 2013. Well, it is time to get back into the doctor's office, Casey. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that stuff is just like really interesting because it's not stuff like you, you really see every day. Man, I don't know. The you and I are two different people in that regard. 314-699-4766. What's that gross thing you just love? You're telling me if you don't see a whitehead somewhere on you, like in the morning, it's you're not like, nice. For, it's fine for me to privately do in my own bathroom, my but gosh. I'm not like, oh, you know, get my camera out. I need to pose this on the internet. But you can watch them. Talking about those grace, gross things that you actually love. Uh, I fell down the pimple popping rabbit hole on TikTok and I do not like it. I can't. <laughs> I've never seen someone so weirded out by that. Because really? I feel like normally you mention it and people are like, oh, yeah, so satisfying. <laughs> uh, it is not me. I do not like the pimple popping videos. And I try to scroll past them super quick so that the algorithm is like, ah, oh, he doesn't like those videos. We need to give him more marching band videos because that's what he really likes. <laughs> See, and that's what I'm scrolling past. <laughs> uh, we got some text messages here from the 314. I've gotten the cutting of ingrown toenails on my phone and now I can't stop watching them. The removal of ingrown toenails. See that I cannot get down with. That Ugh, freaks me out. That is really gross. From the 314, there's something so satisfying about getting a large piece of skin from a sunburn. Picking that off your, okay, your body. I'll give it. I'll give it to you. That's you, fine. You do like that? Yeah. Do you store your pieces of skin Ew, away? Gross. <laughs> oh, that's gross. <laughs> uh, Deb says, I love a good fingernail that you on. I don't know if that's like while it's still on your nail. Right, or I'll just... chew one off. <laughs> or like um, I just now thought of this and this is probably so weird, but and maybe this is something only girls get, but like when you ha when you get a sunburn on the part on your scalp uh, yes. and it starts to flake off, I will just get in there with my nails okay. and peel it all out. There you go. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what's something gross that you're super into? Let us know on the text line because apparently there's a lot of people that are into, into a lot of gross things. 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Low bounces it left side and through base hit. Here comes Simeon. The throw on the way. It's offline. And the Rangers win it. Just a little more pixie dust on this magical start to the season. Nathaniel Lowe with a game winner and it's 4-3. That's what it sounds like uh, in a city that's doing good in baseball. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you can't know, win them all. If y'all could pass some of that pixie dust you're talking about over to us when you're done with it, that would be great. The Cards lost to the Rangers 4-3 to last night. Another one run loss. Tallied it up. They've lost 18 games by just one run. We get the break on those games. Mm -hmm. Whole different season. I hate one-run games. I hated it when I played, and I hate seeing it because it's just like, gosh, if we wouldn't have made so many silly mistakes, because there was a bunch of them in last night's game, including pop fly balls that we should have caught but did not. 
just some some silly stuff, you know, going on. Arnado, Goldie, and DeYoung still producing offensively, which is good. Uh, Walker had a hit and a base on balls. So every time I see go. him or like hear about his name in a game, I'm always like, yes, okay, he's there. I just like, I want yeah. him to be there and I want him to be succeeding. Yes, yes. Uh, they've got the Rangers again today. First pitch. At 7.05, President Biden uh, paid homage to the late Norma Hunt, mother of Chiefs owner Clark Hunt, who passed away on Sunday, holding a moment of silence during the team's White House visit to celebrate their Super Bowl win. Um, <laughs> they gave Biden, who is, I believe, an Eagles fan, a Chiefs jersey with his name on the back, which is classic, right? Yeah. And as... <laughs> As they're presenting this to him, it's Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, uh-huh. and they're standing there like, and they're holding it up. And at one point, Travis walks away from them, goes to the presidential podium, and says this. So I've been waiting for this. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> he starts to talk, and then Patrick Mahomes like skirts him, like, "You can't do that, bro." Oh my so I've been waiting for this. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. <laughs> he won this Super Bowl, and I mean, he, this is no hate to him. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But he got so entitled. I feel like he just <laughs> yeah. does literally whatever comes to his mind. I love it. I love it. It's so entertaining. He's living on those, um, what do you call them? Intrusive thoughts. Yeah. Can you uh, can you imagine getting an invite to a, the White House, right? And if you've ever been to any kind of political anything that involves the president or a presidential nominee, mm-hmm. there are Secret Service and dudes with rifles everywhere. <laughs> I'm, they're up on rooftops everywhere. Travis Kelsey shot at the White House. And he, he like gets <laughs> like he it's like no thing. He's like, I'm a hop on this mic right now. Whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> I love the man. And I hope he uh, he does more things in Hollywood. We need we need more Travis Kelsey in our lives. Yeah. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. The sequel we waited 30 years for, it's now all turning into a saga. So Disney is hoping to strike magic again with another Hocus Pocus movie. The studio is officially developing Hocus Pocus 3, and they hope that fans will be thrilled by the news, which comes after Hocus Pocus 2. Hocus Pocus 2 broke the streaming records on Disney Plus last September when it first came out, and that sequel came nearly 30 years after the original Hocus Pocus movie. Yeah. How did you feel about Hocus Pocus 2? I was just going to say that. I didn't love it enough to even get past 45 minutes. You didn't watch the whole thing? No. I got probably about halfway through, and I just, I couldn't, I had to turn it off and could never really get back into it. And it's so hard when you feel that, like, nostalgia by a certain movie or a TV show. Yeah. And then it gets touched 30 years later. Just because, well, you tell me how you felt. Uh, I feel like I go to Hocus Pocus for that nostalgic feeling, for that feeling of what it was like doing a Halloween as a kid. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like that because I'm 37. Yeah. 38? Am I 38? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and it just doesn't feel like that with Hocus Pocus 2. Now, I will say for my kids, it might be a different story. They might just come to Hocus Pocus 2 and be like, this is my Hocus Pocus. I just, I, I think we're good. Did like, they watch it? Not yet. I don't yeah. think so. No. I kind of understand that. There's Still a lot a going scary, on. A little scary. 
Yeah. Like I said, it's hard to replicate because, so the first Hocus Pocus, Kenny Ortega, the director, he did that film on such a minimal budget. Yeah. Like it wasn't even, it was a bust in the box office and did horribly and Disney didn't pick it up till years later when they needed something to air on Friday nights in October. Yeah. It's still not the best movie in the world, but like I said, we're all going back to that feeling yes. that we had when we first saw it. Yes. So um, the good news is, is that Sanderson sisters played by Bette Midler, Kathy and Jimmy and SJP have all said that they are very open to being involved. And meanwhile, the three younger stars from the original film did not come back for the sequel uh -huh. uh, in 2022, Max, Danny, and Allison. However, they have all been very vocal about their desire to come back to those roles again. And I think their plan is that Danny, the younger sister, will play a school teacher. And then Max and Allison will be like a married couple living back in his hometown, Hollywood, Hollywood California. Bro. Exactly. Let me see your shoes. <laughs> this is ice. <laughs> so um, I, I think that would maybe spark my interest a little more too, knowing that those three main characters are back. And we don't... Fuller House, Boy Meets World. Listen! Like, all those are, like, kind of that same premise. I'm, I'm just... I don't know. If by some miracle, this third movie is out by this October, I don't think it would be. I'll give it another try. Okay. I'll watch all three okay. together. Okay. We'll, we'll have a little movie happens. marathon. That's fun. See? Like that. We'll give it another try. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Personally, I think one of the best uh, things to do on a road trip is stop by all the weird gas stations on your way and get your favorite snacks. Okay. If you're hiking through Joshua Tree in Southern California or you happen to be going there this week, for some reason, Cheez-It has opened a pop-up gas station in the area, but instead of pumping gas, the pumps will spray bags of Cheez-Its through your car window for free. Spray bags of Cheez-Its? Yes. I'm imagining like a huge vacuum hose. Exactly. But it's shooting out little mini-sized like soccer game bags of Cheez-Its and... You have visualized correctly. Okay. That is exactly... They have like a, they have like a handle on it. You know what I mean? Like a traditional gas station handle. Yeah. Uh, but it's wider so that it can get the Cheez-Its through to your car. Oh my gosh. So I wonder how many come out like at once. Uh, from the video that I saw and that I posted on the Facebook page, it looks like you get like 10 to 15 bags at one time. Like, oh my God. So basically <laughs> what you would be getting with like a family size or a yeah. normal box of Cheez-Its. Yeah. But I will say this. It got me thinking. I was like, Cheez-It, of all of the different snacks that you could have on a road trip, I feel like Cheez-It is, it's underrated. It's underrated. The best yeah, part of a road trip snack to me. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. But the, the part that Cheez-Its get good is when you get them all mushed up in your mouth. Ew. <laughs> and Ew. it's just like a glob of... No. Like wet Cheez-Its. Oh, it's You're so disgusting. good. disgusting. Do you also like your cereal soggy? A little bit. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it soggy. No, I feel the opposite. I feel that I actually don't really like Cheez-Its. I only like the toasted Cheez-Its. The oh, extra okay. toasty. Where they're like burnt. <laughs> I like them extra crispy. Yeah. Do you have a go-to snack that you would get at a gas station on if you're going on a road trip? It's always combos. If I'm in the car, I'm yeah. eating combos. We've talked about this the before, I think. Flavor. Um, I'm always, I'm going after the snack cakes. I mean, there's just so many different little snack cakes. There's so many yeah. different ways to eat cake 
and icing in yeah, I will say packages. I'll never get like a little hostess. Uh, what are the what are they called? The cupcakes. Yeah, I'll never get one of those unless I'm on a road trip. Yeah, hostess cupcakes. You get the zebra cakes, mm-hmm. the uh, oatmeal cream pies. Pair it all with an Arizona tea, and that's summertime, baby. Oh my gosh, cosmic brownies. <laughs> I get those on the reg though. Combos, gummy bears, the watermelon and sour patch kids. Oh my gosh. Those are so good. Sorry, I'm just going down my gas now station Remy's list. Now Remy's lost. He's walking through the aisles of Wally's in his mind. So apparently this uh, Cheez-It gas station is about 40 miles from the Palm Springs airport. You gotta I appreciate get there, what they're doing here. I kind of wish it wasn't shooting out bags of Cheez-Its, though. I kind of wish it was shooting out like actual just straight Cheez-Its. And the, the rule is you got to show up with a bag yeah. or a bowl. Or your mouth. Or your mouth. Just shoot them in your mouth. Whatever. <laughs> How like funny a, would that be? Sounds like a fun drinking game, but with Cheez-Its. Fill up my back seat with that. Thank you. I can already, my, my, uh, the top, the roof of my mouth is already cut up thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> Remy and Casey. With the amount of texts that we've received anonymously asking for advice over the last couple months, I think we're going to make a segment out of it. We'll call it Text Therapy Tuesday. Text Line Tuesday Therapy. Text. We'll, 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 we'll work workshop. On it. Yeah, we'll workshop that part. We have another text here. I'm going to read it to you now. And I would like your thoughts, Casey. Even though you don't have kids, there's kids involved in this. Sure. Hey, guys. Heard you guys saying yesterday something about text therapy. Well, I need some help. The kids have been out of school for a couple weeks now, and I've been trying to do with I've been trying to do as much with them as I can. So we've had a lot of play dates. My kid's best friend's dad is recently divorced and is always awkward being around him because he drops all these hints that he says he's interested literally every time we hang out. I am happily married, but this is my kid's best friend. I know I can talk to him, but I don't want to rock the boat. What should I do? So this That's a tough situation, or yes. Or parent yeah. is being hit on by their kid's best friend's parents. Yes. So you're probably around this person a decent amount. Mm-hmm. You're familiar with them. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would for sure be going to my spouse and being like, yo, guess what so-and-so said to me today? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to save them any embarrassment at that point. Like, if you're going to hit on me, it is what it is. Sure. However. Do you end the relationship with your child's best friend, though? Or do no, you I just continue? You do you That's just not- continue to kind of like, it's awkward every single time you guys hang out? Because I think, if, at least if they're at the same point that we are, there's not necessarily a, like, if the parents are coming together for, for a play date, you're probably going to be with each other the entire play date. They're yeah, not- no. I wouldn't do that. I would set serious parameters and be like, all right, you can keep hanging out with your bestie, but they can drop him or her off here and then come get you afterwards. And if they don't feel comfortable with that, you can just hang out with them at school. So would you let the child hang out with them? No, you're not going, my kid's not going to your house. If you, if you, I'm not even a parent, but if you start (laughs) even acting a certain type of way. Yeah. In almost any context, my kid's not coming to your house. It's 2023. Yeah. They no, can, they, they can, can hang at school. Then they can Zoom. 
They can join a <laughs> soccer team and, you know, maybe I'll see there and it's public, but no. Okay, okay. 314-699-4766 is our text line. You can always call if you want to call us as well. 314-954-9230. What do you think this person should do? Because imagine to that person talking to your kid like, hey, so your mom, what's she up to today? Right, yeah. Nope. We open the, uh, the phone lines for a text therapy Tuesday or whatever we're going to end up calling it uh, about a woman who is uh, her her kid's best friend is, the dad is recently divorced and constantly hits on her whenever they're on a play date together Awkward. and she's happily married and she, so she's asking for some advice 92.3 W.I.L. hello I mean that's kind of a tough one I guess you could always maybe send your husband because I'm a mom and married, happily married. Maybe see if you could change the play date or see if you can just set up play dates with the, the other parent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, the ex, the ex-wife is still maybe in the well, has to be in the picture for the child at least. Or the white, the uh, with the concerned one can be like, oh yeah, let's have a play date. I'll see you at the park, and then just don't go. The the <laughs> husband goes and don't so they right. don't expect it. Right. Just have him go, or be like, or set set it up for when the husband's off, and all of you go. Yeah, that's a great that's idea. Fun. What's your name? Marissa. Marissa, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate yeah. it. Uh, not a problem. Have a good day. All right. You too. See you. Remy and Casey. Okay. Time to play the big three. Casey in the hot seat today. We've got Sam in Granite City on the phone playing right there alongside you. Go ahead and spin the wheel. Ooh, that was a crisp spin they usually, this morning. They usually are crispy. We'll say that. Today we're playing at the movies sequel edition with the announcement of Hocus Pocus 3. I thought it'd be fun to play some clips from the greatest sequels of all time mm. and have Casey identify them. I think we've done this. Have we? I hope so, because then I know the answers. Two out of three at least. <laughs> I don't know. I might have switched them up this time. Okay. I will say there's one in here that you all will automatically know. You can probably just say it right now. <laughs> it's probably... No, let's just do okay. it. Let the uh, know. Sam, you, uh, you can go to Sam one time uh, for these three clips, and then she's going to see how many she thinks she got right at the end for okay. those Kit Moore tickets. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Clip number one, Casey, name the movie. Oh, no. My family's in Florida, and I'm in New York. My family's in Florida. I'm in New York. Obviously, that's Remy's favorite movie of all time. Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Yes. He said, I'll just give you the answer right now. I, I was, you were going to guess it beforehand anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, All right, she's got one. All right, here we go, number two. <laughs> I don't, don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? No, you. You complete me. Ew. Any guesses? I'm going to jump to Sam on this one. Okay, Sam, what do you think? I'll play it one more time. One second. <laughs> I don't, don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? No, you. You complete me. Sam? Um, I'm not good at this movie, but I'm maybe Hocus Pocus. Wow, okay. Maybe Hocus Pocus. Maybe Hocus Pocus. It feels hyena-like, as if it was going to be like Lion King 2 or something. Um, but it also feels like, I want to guess, like a Hannibal movie. But also, also, I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, you got five seconds. All right, one of the Hannibal movies. One of the Hannibal movies. Obviously the second one. All right, and number three, your last clip. And my partner, he want to see that product. When he talking? My name is Jeff. It's Jefe, man. Oh, my God. Come on. And my partner, he want to see that product. This doesn't When he talking? My name is Jeff. Come on. It's Jefe, man. My name's Jeff. It's... A quote I have heard so many times by every male figure in my life. Yes. But I've never seen it. Oh, so on. I don't know. Sam, I'm going back to you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam doesn't um, know it. Do you know it? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Any guesses? What is that movie? <gasps> I can't even think of the name of the first one at the moment mm -hmm. that I'm thinking of. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to think of. I know. I can't say it. <laughs> I can't find it. Oh, my gosh. I have no guesses for the second one because no. I can't find it in my head. All right. No guesses. Sam, how many do you think Casey got right today? I'm going to go with two out of three. Mm. Two. Oof, that's better than that, what I was expecting. Only one today. Okay, well, let's run I, through the second. I thought these were easy. So, obviously... Oh, no. My family's in Florida, and I'm in New York. Home Alone 2, the greatest sequel of all time. Better than Home Alone 1, for sure. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to kill you. What would I do without you? Does that sound like Heath Ledger at all? No, you. You complete... Me. That would be no, it doesn't. Dark Knight, uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker, one of the best sequels of all time. And, and my partner, he want to see that product. When he talking? My name is Jeff. <laughs> Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill in 22 Jump Street. Oh, see, that's not even what I was thinking, but I love that. And yeah. you're right, that was a good movie to include. Yeah, I think uh, 21 Jump Street was good, but 22 just came back with so much more... You're right. In the joke category. You're right. And the line. My name is Jeff. Will always. Classic. Live on. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Carly Pierce left some fans hints at a new collaboration that she has coming and she let them guess who it is with. So she posted a photo of like new single cover, cover art to our, to her socials, except the title of the new song was blurred out. So okay. everybody's like, oh my gosh, Carly Pierce is dropping a new song. Woo, it must be a big deal. And then a couple days later, she posted the same photo, but it revealed the title of the song. It will be called We Don't Fight Anymore. But now the featured artist's name was blurred out. So everybody's like, oh my gosh, this song really must be a big deal. She's posted about it twice and she's making us guess who it is. So everybody's going wild in the comments guessing like, it's with Dolly, it's with Lainey, it's Lee Bryce again. Maybe it's her ex-husband. This is crazy. Wouldn't that be, hang on, wouldn't that be wild? Wow. She featuring Michael, Michael Ray, Ray had a song yeah. called We Don't Fight Anymore. Ooh. That. And we're back together. Won't ever happen. But. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely interesting. Yesterday, she reposted the picture a final time with all the details. And turns out it's a duet with Chris Stapleton. Okay. And it comes out on the 16th. 
which is next Friday, I think. And I mean, you put Chris Stapleton on any track and you can't expect it to go wrong or be bad. Yeah, but you can put Chris Stapleton's beardy face on the album cover and that can maybe not yeah, I think that's, have the same effect. I bet she won't do that. Because <laughs> she's in she's in like this, I don't know, she's in like a dress showing a lot of leg in this. And I feel like if you just put Chris Stapleton somewhere in this photo, it like throw it off, <laughs> like majorly. It's kind of like Taylor Swift has that song. I bet you think about me and it's featuring Chris Stapleton. Mm-hmm. He is nowhere to be found in the music video and yeah. the cover art. He's not there at all, which I kind of appreciate. Like he's there for what she needed him for. And then she kept moving. This is an area Replace of Chris- him with ta- with Miles Teller. Might I have you? Go okay. On. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying this is a this is a. A side of Chris Stapleton that is not explored often enough. The funny side of Chris Stapleton, where we could also have Chris Stapleton in some sort of leggy dress, <laughs> also on the floor with Carly Pierce. And I'm telling you, that would be that would be so funny. He's done this a couple. I feel like he had a like he was on Jimmy Fallon or something or Kimmel. Yeah, he's got a funny side. He's got a funny side. We just need to explore it a little bit more. This song, Carly Pierce is known for her very like deep and heartfelt songs. So this song maybe would not have felt right for that. Yeah. But if Carly Pierce was just dropping any old song, like maybe it's a like a stretchy pants, a stretchy pants kind of song, pants, or even yeah. like a Friday night uh, drinking song or something like that, then I would totally agree with this and I would say Chris Stapleton you need to break out a leg need to braid your beard or something yeah, fun. something wild <laughs> something to make people laugh because he's Jack Sparrow that he's beard so stoic that <laughs> you lose that a lot of the time yeah, yeah yeah Remy and Casey saw this and had to share because Casey's getting married next year mm-hmm. early next year and a lot of the things are happening for you right now dress shopping all the things and uh, there's not a whole lot of things that are done differently at a wedding these days. But if they are done differently, we usually end up talking about them here on yeah. the air. And we're going to talk about this. There's a couple in Canada that did something really cool. I'm just going to play it. The last thing I wanted to do tonight, which is really important to me because we almost didn't have a wedding. So there are many couples in this room who got married during the pandemic and did not get the opportunity to have a first dance so I would like all of our pandemic wedding couples to please rise. Please, would you take the floor? Let's please all take a moment for our newlyweds. Yes. Yes. Solid move. Mm-hmm. Solid move. Because I know yeah, that you know nice. there are a lot of people that got married in 2020 and the pandemic kind of messed everything up. And a lot of people are still on the line to pay for the food and pay for the mm-hmm. reception and pay for the dress and pay for the, all the things. So they went through with it, but never got that first dance. Yeah, that's really nice. I'm glad yeah. they. I'm glad that I assume that this was the bride talking. I am glad that she thought of this, and she must have had friends or family in her life that she was thinking directly about. Yeah. Are you guys gonna do anything different for your wedding reception that you can think of offhand, or have you given that much thought at this point? I honestly haven't really. I haven't really thought about it. Right now, when it comes to reception and things done differently, the only things that are really coming to mind is like, there's obviously no dollar dance or no yeah. snowball dance, or I would love if we did not do the chicken dance, that kind of stuff. <laughs> you, you have all the things that you want to ax from the reception, from a typical reception. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like let's sit down, let's eat this nice Mexican food, let's get loud. Yeah. 
That's it. Have you been to a recent wedding where they did something different? Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. And we will uh we'll we'll go ahead and read that on the air if it's something that you uh that, that you've experienced. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thank you to Ariana Davis, nominated by Gabrielle Johnson. She said uh, Ariana's the best paramedic and firefighter around. This woman is putting in 160 plus every two weeks. She knows there's a paramedic shortage nationwide and believes no one should go without an ambulance. She wonders all the time if she's making a difference Everyone around her can see that she is making a world of difference in so many lives. This beautiful human was truly God's gift to EMS. Thank you so much. Gabrielle sent a request song for Ariana. It's Russell Dickerson. Earlier, we were talking about a uh, a wedding at the reception. The bride got up in front of everybody and said, uh, for those of you that were married in 2020 during the pandemic and have not had your first dance yet, we offer you our dance floor so that you can have your first dance. Which is so nice. Yeah, we thought that was really cool. So uh, I asked, what's something different that you've never seen at a reception before? We got some text messages. This one is great. It says, uh, uh, from the 314, instead of a Unity candle, they did a Unity beer mug. <laughs> they each had a oh beer. Oh my gosh. And they poured it in the mug and Volt drank out of it. I thought that was great. That is kind of cute. I'll <laughs> give it to him. That's unique. No one else is doing that. That's a perfect reception type thing. Uh-huh. I don't know if they want a Imagine Unity. Imagine if it was the ceremony. In the church, a Unity beer mug. Let's go. We started off your morning the right way, talking about all the gross things that you enjoy, like uh, pimple popping videos and things like that. Uh, We did get some uh, text messages from the 618. Watching earwax removal is one of my highlights. I love this whenever I come upon it in TikTok. It's like one of those things that you don't want to tell people you watch. (laughs) You don't just bring it up on your own. You know what I mean? I would much rather watch people cut through kinetic sand. That's more satisfying to me Uh. than watching pus come out of a a wound or a It's an acquired taste. It is not a taste. Not anything anybody should be tasting. A lot of people out there are into it. (laughs) It's so gross. Uh, If you want to let us know the gross thing you're into on the text line, 314-699-4766. If you missed our Shania Twain video from yesterday. So good. uh, Had a bunch of people try and finish the lyric at the show on Sunday and, you know, for all the Shania fans, and honestly, you think you know the songs and then you get put on the spot and you don't know the songs. Mm-mm. So it, it, it uh, always is, makes for a funny moment. So check that out on the Instagram. Just search 92.3 W.I.L. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey show podcast and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 92.3 W.I.L.